Hey, and welcome back to another podcast. This is one of my longer podcasts, but it's filled with a lot of good information, especially if you're into music. Featured on this podcast is Natalie Claro. She's a very talented music writer, producer, and singer. You can pick up a lot of good stuff out of this podcast. Please enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another podcast. I am here with Natalie Claro. She is an amazing songwriter, producer, singer. She's all over Spotify. She's a really nice person. I've known her since, what, since elementary school? Yeah, I mean... Pretty much. I didn't know you in mil- well, you know uh, elementary mean. school. I'm we went, we went to the that. same school yeah. in elementary, and uh, I've known her since then. But uh, I'm going to let her take the floor to let her uh, explain oh who God. she is. Okay. So uh, go ahead. Hi, I'm Natalie Claro, and uh, I'm a singer, songwriter, and producer. Um, what's about me? Who am I? Uh, I've been on tour for the past few months and uh, I have another tour coming up soon. I've just been uh, traveling the country doing my shows places and it's honestly been awesome and that's pretty that's like the summary of my and life right now. the tour that you're on it's for which album that you just recently put out? Uh, it's called Disconnect and um, yeah I, I came up with that May 2017 yeah. and so I plan to just have this album be you know what I promote and what I showcase so for like the next foundation of yeah, like, like you are. I don't really plan to release any new music. I mean, I've been working on music a lot, but I think I don't want to. I don't want to be one of those artists that just constantly pumps out new music before I can really give the songs a chance to be discovered. To yeah, like I yeah. feel like I feel like I would never want to release new music before I feel like previous ones have been really heard and like people have a chance to go through the whole album and like they each get their own little video and things like that so and, like kind of enjoy it and yeah so I see pl- the life of it like progress yeah exactly like, so I plan to do that for the next year or so and, and then until you start putting up your yeah got exactly it, got it no. exactly um how when did you get started that's like a slippery slope because there was no exact starting point, I guess different. Mm-hmm. Like phases of it? Yeah. Like evolving like, into something else? Yeah, I think I was like born for music. Like okay. I just kind of came out and I was like songs, you know? Cause I just, I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember there being a part of my life where I wasn't involved with music somehow. So I think, you know, I, I was always either in like a theater group or taking dance or, you know, guitar lessons and things like that. But when I first became like, I want to make my own music and I think this is what I want my career to be was you know my mom had been telling me for a really long time because my, my parents are really supportive of me but yeah. they, they my mom was like you need to be a musician you love this like don't do what you love I was like no mom shush you know like I wasn't listening to her so um so I don't know it had just that had passed over for a little bit but then I went to a Paramore concert and um you know I saw Haley Williams running up these ramps I was just like, oh, that is so freaking cool. I was mesmerized by that. And you, you wanted that to be you. Exactly. I literally, I was like envisioning myself. On, like, I, sw- I it was so weird. I had like an epiphany. So I texted my mom right there. And I was like, please. I music. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my God, we got to do this. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I still have the pictures and stuff. But it was uh, it was at the Florida Amphitheater. Okay. Uh, Paramore was there with Fall Out Boy. And I just remember that was just like one of the best nights of my life. I, how long ago changed. was this? That was in like 2014 or 2015. Um, yeah, I still went to Wilson because we went to middle school together. So it was in eighth grade. Okay. Yeah, so then, so eighth grade was when I finally realized that's what I wanted to do. But um, 
I still went like the college route, I guess, just because I wasn't like for sure how I wanted to go about this. So, uh, you know, I had started, I started with doing, and I'm gonna tell this part because a lot of people ask me like how they can get into music. And so I just basically yeah, say no, like, do, do exactly what I did. Like I just started getting more comfortable performing by myself because I had only ever done things with groups or, you know, in theater where there's a bunch of people on the stage. I had to get used to performing by myself and it's completely different. Like it's so nerve wracking knowing that everyone's only looking at you. Yeah. And so I had to get over that. So I just started doing open mics and performing at cafes and um, I don't know, just things like that, like art walks, things just with my guitar just so I could get over it. And I didn't even have a lot of my own songs yet. I just, I mean, I did, but I didn't perform them because I didn't feel comfortable with them, yeah. I guess. So, you know, I just did covers and stuff, and that's what got me over that hump. And then I guess, I don't know, I just started getting more into, like, a local scene and starting started performing with, like, established bands and being on that lineup. And then, you know, I had, I ended up getting backing and having, like, a drummer perform with me and all these things like that. So, uh, I don't know, you just gotta, like, work your way up the ladder. So, I don't know, they're different, there's no, like, true starting phase, it's yeah. just kind of, like, maneuvering. Just, like, each, like, new additional step kept, yeah. like, pushing you further and further yeah. into, like, pretty much, like, showing you, like, hey, this is possible, like, yeah. this is something that I want to pursue, and, yeah. like, this is something you have been pursuing for the past year, especially being on tour. I guess I wouldn't consider it pursuing anymore, and I think that's, like, a weird thing that I have to, like, talk about when because you know I'll get a lot of like write-ups and things like that and there's this like concept of like teenage girl pursuing her dreams and it's like that's not really as much what it is anymore because I guess it started off it that way yeah like I'm really doing it like I mean this is this is my life now this is my job like I, I go out and I perform and I you know I'm still I'm an indie artist obviously but this is like what I'm doing yeah. like there's not like I feel like there's not any more pursuing left it's more of just like growing what already exists yeah yeah like I have it I just and that's good because embellishing not, not a lot of people do that a lot of people just kind of like sit on it they're like oh you know I just kind of did that and yeah. just leave it whereas like people like you like hey like you're, you're, you've seen the success that you uh -huh. like all the hard work you've put into it uh -huh. and you keep putting more and more and more and more into it, which yeah, is definitely. something that's hard for people to do, especially yeah. in this day and age. Like people want instant gratification for stuff. Oh my God, that's the worst. I have yeah. to tell people all the time, like you're gonna start and you're gonna feel like, when do I get there? And it's like, if you're not, if you don't have the type of mentality and the personality that you're there, but also nothing's good enough, it's like, not, not, not nothing's good enough in a sense of like deprecation. It has yeah. to be like, you know, I'm here and I'm doing this and like I've accomplished but like I want more. Yeah. So you can't feel like, oh, I've already done it. And you also can't yeah. feel like, oh my God, like I, I'm I never gonna be great this. enough. Yeah, it's you like- You just have to have that drive. Yeah, I just have like this persisting personality. Like I just always, like every single day is like more, you know, yeah. so I just- And that's how I am with like video. Like yeah. I've been doing this for three years. Yeah. And like a lot of the stuff that I used to do was stuff with just GoPros and really yeah. cheesy edits. <laughs> but I mean, that, that kind of got me by. And yeah. then I really, really got into like the groove of editing and, yeah. and trying to create stories out of, out of nothing. Yeah. And I really found the passion for that. And and now I've been like finding that like success yeah. and it feels really good because of how much time and effort that I've been putting into it. Yeah, that's and awesome. I think that's the best part of it. Like once you start seeing the success that for all like the blood, sweat and tears that you put into it, yeah. it just feels really good. Yeah. You did that. I feel like no we're one like, else did that. You did that. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we're, I mean, you can have, it's good to have support from people like, exactly. obviously from like your friends and your family and things like that. But like. 
and it's also good to know like oh I want to give back to those people too but yeah. I feel like we're really great examples of people who are young that it's just like if you want something just freaking go after it you know yeah. like a lot of people are just like oh I don't know where to start and it's like you don't you, like you're kind of just like how do I do this no you don't, there's not like a lesson plan in school that's like how to like go off the path of like just you know school and then getting a job and like all yeah. those things like you like creating your own career from scratch it's like there's no textbook on how to do well, that the, the sad part is that they want you to go through your all they your want you to conform of, yeah they want you they want you to go through your four years of college and pick some like boring ass job that's really gonna get you nowhere yeah whereas like i mean if that's what you want to do well, then like that's totally no fine problem with yeah it. yeah that's like but everybody's just like the, the kind of people that we are as like content creators you do yeah. music i do video yeah and other content. people do drawings and other yeah. people do art there really isn't like a school for that i mean there is art institutions like nyu or like yeah which is an amazing like honestly like if, yeah. if to go to school for your art is like that's such an amazing thing that so many people get to you know experience yeah. but you know unfortunately college is really expensive so it's just like that's the other if, part. if you feel like if you just feel like that you're financially in a position where you you don't know where to go and you really want to accomplish something like just put 150 percent into it yeah like, like it's just it's one of those off, things where know. it's one of those things where it's like you know it's obviously always great to have some like support from people but you have to like a, a thing that is like a reoccurring circumstance for me is that I'll try a method or I'll try an approach to something and it doesn't work and it's a complete train wreck and I'm just like okay whatever new route and that that that's happened to me so many times I mean the first song I ever released isn't even out anymore and I hate it so much a lot of people still like it but I, I, it's I mean the first video that I've put out like you can't exactly, even find it anymore. exactly and a lot of people get discouraged by what the, what is kind of considered a small failure but it's not a failure it's just a row bump and it's just testing the waters it's a learning experience. it's trial and error exactly exactly so like people get discouraged by that and like just don't be discouraged by not knowing what you're doing because that's how you learn. That's no how you gain experience. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what, yeah. I still don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know if I want to do music yeah. videos for the rest <laughs> of my life or I don't know if I just want to do like short films or TV shows or movies. Yeah. All of those options are still open to me and that's something that I would love to pursue. Yeah. I'd love to do each one of those categories. Exactly. But that's something that I just don't know yet because I haven't done all of them yet. Yeah. Moral of the story is you will never know what you're doing. <laughs> no. You will never have your shit together and that's okay. No. I mean, it's, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. But like, just make sure you're actually like putting forth the effort, yeah. not half-assing it. This quote's from The Office, but uh, it's like, it's better to be at the bottom of a ladder you want to be on yeah. than halfway up a ladder that you don't want to be on. So yeah. I don't remember how that had any relevance to what we were talking about before. We had that little awkward pause for a second. Yeah, <laughs> um, so did you have any kind of specific inspiration into getting into like doing your music or was there like someone like someone close to you that kind of like influenced you in, into doing some like doing like your own a, music? It's a good way of putting it. Because I feel like a lot of the times the question is just, like, who's your inspiration? But that's, like, a cool way of putting it. Like, who, is there somebody close to me that has, like... Well, yeah, because not yeah. everyone has their inspiration. Some people just kind of find it even without yeah. even knowing that other people do it. Yeah. Well, both my parents, I mean, they just, they love music. Neither of them are, like, musicians, but they just love music so much. that yeah. I mean, my dad literally listens to everything from... Twisted Sister, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, all the way to, like, he loves Britney Spears really? so much. Yeah, he's, like, toxic, it's always on. That's so fun. Yeah, so, like, I have such a wide spectrum of music that I'm always, I've always been around, so I guess that was a big influence on me. It's just that I've just, it, it's like a culture in my family. Okay. And then um, my grandpa is a musician. He plays, or 
Um, yeah, he plays piano, drums, uh, saxophone. I mean, he was in a jazz band when he was younger. So, and uh, the kit I play right now, current, currently, I'm getting a new one soon. But the one I play is his kit. Really? Yeah, that's it's awesome. from the '60s. It's awesome. I know. Oh, that's so cool. Actually. Um, um, yeah, I love it. But um, yeah, so he taught me like early stages how to play piano, and he put little stickers on the key so I could learn what the notes were. Okay. And that's a huge part of why I'm a part of music. And then. Um, Another close influence to me was my middle school orchestra teacher. I go back and visit him all the time because he's just, the best explanation I can give is imagine Mr. Shu from Glee, if you know that show. Like he just really cared about his students and, and about the music and we always had cool things. We weren't playing boring music. We played like Any Way You Want It by Journey yeah. and like. He's a, he's a good human being. He, he's, he's a great human being. Yeah. He's just a really nice guy and I guess that just really, that was like my favorite part of the day. Like school sucked for me, but that was like, yes, I'm so ready for orchestra. And I was in the back, like I wasn't even good. Like <laughs> I, I sucked at violin, but, but. I mean, that doesn't matter. Like That doesn't, didn't matter to me. I just yeah. wanted to play. I just wanted to be in that class and be a part of what we were doing because he made it so fun. So. Those are the people that were close to me that influenced me. And then obviously I have like my idols, like Michael Jackson. I was obsessed yeah. with him when I was nine and he- I love his music. He's so good, right? Oh my God, when I, well, that sounds so stupid. Everybody loves Michael Jackson. But uh, when I was nine, that's when he passed away and I didn't know who he was. Okay. So uh, everybody's like, Michael Jackson died. And I'm like, like who's that? who that? Yeah, I was nine. So, and I didn't realize that I, I knew who he was. I just didn't know like the name. Like I had known like his-, his music. Yeah, like I had yeah. known Man in the Mirror and like the more popular songs. So. I don't know, an entire summer, I just, I had to stay at my parents' uh, job, like just, you know, I didn't have like a camp or like a babysitter at the time, so I would just be there, and I'd be really bored sometimes, so I would go on YouTube, and I'd watch Michael Jackson videos and Jackson 5 videos, and I just became, like, I just became a stan, yeah, like, I was, awesome. I was the first stan ever, <laughs> like, I was obsessed with them, I thought I was going to marry Jermaine Jackson, and then it hit me, I was like, oh, they're old now, and, <laughs> like, I just, I loved them so much, and uh, I, I would just, I would learn how to moonwalk and, like, sing their songs in the mirror and it just I think that's really what made me like music you know so yeah those are the people I can that's awesome yeah no that's I mean it's it's always nice knowing that like people like you or like other people have their inspiration and, and people that like push them yeah because you know sometimes that's what some people need mm -hmm. um they might not know exactly what they're doing yeah but a friend or a family member or someone yeah someone that they look up to could influence them. Yeah, just I mean, if you don't have an yeah, yeah. if you don't have an inspiration, I feel like it would be weird for any kind of like content creator. That's a good way to put it. Any like whether you're an artist or even you know somebody who's dancing. If anything related to art, if you don't have, okay, honestly, even if you're playing a sport, any kind of career, if you don't have somebody that you're like looking up to, I feel like that's like yeah, it's like I don't know. You feel alone. Like you have to have somebody yeah. that you feel like it's, it's more of like a goal that yeah, I want to be that person, and that's something that. <laughs> can help drive you to get yeah. there. This has become so motivational. Like we this is gonna like title this podcast like how to <laughs> I might. become a content creator. <laughs> do that. I'm not kidding. That'd be funny. I'll think about it. If you're thinking about being a content creator, here's how you can here are the steps. And then it's like how to like I'll okay, do it. okay. Whatever. No, I'm just kidding, no. <laughs> okay. So, so where do you see yourself in five years? Do you still wanna be doing music like you are now or is there other things that you want to venture out and do? Something that doesn't, it doesn't even do have to be everything. music related. Yeah, I want to do everything. Like, it's a problem. I have to slow down myself sometimes because I've, I've, there's, I've gone through phases where I'm like, you know what, right now, I want to create a magazine just for, like, you know, and I'm like, what are you doing? You're not even, your career isn't even at the phase you need it to be at, you know, but uh, I mean, I'm focusing, I want to be songwriter for other people just yeah. so, you know, that's, I just, 
there are a lot of songs that I've written where I feel like this isn't really like me. I feel like, and I just feel like you know why put them to waste? I want other people. I mean, those to are, sing them. Like those are very useful jobs too. Yeah, I know exactly. Like some and of the biggest songs in the world are made from exactly ghost writers, but exactly. I mean, I wouldn't have like a. I wouldn't go under a fake name or anything. I mean, I wouldn't mind ghostwriting either. That doesn't matter. But like you know, there are a lot of people like Jack Antonoff, and he's in the Bleachers. And uh, he was also the drummer for Fun. Okay. The, Got it. That's not. Yeah, Got it. yeah. Uh, he, you know, he's in his own band, and he he tours, and he, you know, played. He opened for Paramore on tour, and um, you know, he has his own music, but he produced Taylor Swift's album. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, uh, Lord's album. I mean, he just like is all over the place. This guy, and that's <laughs> like that's. I mean, I didn't discover I wanted to do that because of him. I just ended up finding him finding and going out. like, whoa, that's so cool because that's what I huh. want to do. Yeah, so no that's idea. like that's like a really huge goal for me is to become a songwriter for other. If you need a song written, hello. <laughs> Here I am. And um, yeah, I want to do that. I mean, I kind of wanted to have like a, a cool magazine where it was like all topics. Like I feel like there's always, it's only ever fashion or music. And I, I, I thought it'd be really cool to have a magazine that's like everything. Yeah. Just like, you know, a mix of art, photography. Yeah, I just like all types of art. I thought content creator. Uh, yeah, that magazine. would be so cool. And I, I just, I had an idea to have that. Um, That's cool. People right now, I'm taking notes. They're like trying to take my ideas. I'm just kidding. I want to do that. I wanted to make clothing lines and, uh, you know, I want to collaborate with people. I don't know. I have, I, I there's a lot of things I want to do. It's really nice to collaborate. It's with fun. Because like, especially doing the podcast, yeah. this is one of the reasons why I do the podcast because I want to just collaborate with everyone in Tampa, like every yeah. Tampa content creator and then eventually like move on. But Tampa. I love learning about how people's past, like how they got to where they are, how they became the kind of content creator that they are, mm-hmm. and like I like learning like how where they want to be and whatnot because it's really yeah. interesting because everyone has their own story, and doing the podcast is my way of learning all these stories and mm-hmm. giving it out to people and whatnot because yeah. some of them can be very inspirational like some other other people that are looking to do music like you might have inspired a few people which yeah. you know is good for you like you know and like i might have inspired other people to do video which yeah. like makes me feel good Aww. and like i mean <laughs> that's just all like it's in for general, like, i only inspire people from it i'm just i'm just messing with you but i mean like in in general i i love to see more and more people in the industry mm-hmm. because as time goes on, this industry is only going to get bigger and bigger mm-hmm. because before peop- it was frowned upon. Like I feel like our age is doing really well. Too. Yeah, like our generation. Well, I mean, yeah, I know and, so many in, people. In general, are... like it's been frowned upon. Like people are like, "Oh, you're going to go to an art school? You want to be in yeah. someone that does art stuff?" It's like, being more widely accepted exactly. as like a s- substantial career, especially because of the internet. I mean, the internet makes yeah. things oh my god, all is possible so with the internet. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, I'm like I'm like really cautious of my facial expressions in response to you because there's this like video trend on YouTube where it's like this person looking annoyed for two minutes and I'm like don't look not. annoyed because they like edit you to make you look annoyed and the oh person's not annoyed and it's really funny but like I'll I don't do want to be I don't want to look worry. annoyed at all so I'm like you're talking and I'm like what are you so like oh fantastic yeah so I know that you've been on tour and yeah the, one of the questions that I usually ask is have you ever traveled outside of Florida to do music mm-hmm that question is obviously yes. I've only toured in Tampa. I'm just kidding. Um, have you toured outside of the U.S. yet? No, I haven't. I think I might do Europe, though. I wanted, I, I, There are a lot of brands and companies that you can collaborate with where they help you, you know, venture out into... Venture out. Yeah, yeah. like you know, Spirit Airlines does a lot of that with artists where they, they help you go to um, 
other countries and things like that. So, you know, I'm not necessarily saying Spirit Airlines, oh, yeah. but like, you know, I would love to do that. And um, and London's one of the one of the places that you want to go to, or not London, but Europe. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I just said London. Just that I'm, city, I'm in, I'm only in, like, that. In, in Europe. Yeah. Um, that's one place you have like your eye on. I mean, I wouldn't have like, I would probably do an acoustic tour first, just cause like, you know, bringing everything overseas is like a lot. Like, I don't oh, know yeah. how I would do that, oh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I would probably do, I don't know, but that's what I, I do want to do that probably either next year or the year after. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I'll be ready for it. So yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. <laughs> what has been the hardest part of producing and writing your own music and, and going on tour? Did you say the hardest? Sorry, I like the hardest it. part. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I signed out. Uh, hmm. The hardest part. I think. I think the hardest part has been the sense of like isolation. Like it can get really lonely, because this like. I don't know. You're just. Oh, I'm always on the road, and like I mean, I love music. I wouldn't want to do anything else. But it's not. It's hard not to have a sense of like, doubt sometimes. Like, oh, is this like. Do I like this? Like, do I like not having friends and like not <laughs> and like you know not being able to stay in one place? And I mean, in the end, I always go, no, this is what I want to do. I love this. But yeah. like, I guess that's been the hardest part. Is like, I feel like I mean, and doubt's just like normal. It's not like I have doubt because of this. I just have like normal doubt that like in anything in life. I mean, I feel like if I didn't do this, I would have doubt. Like, should I be doing the other thing? So that's normal. So I guess it's just been like, I don't know. I think. Being our age and like being alone all the time, I'm not saying is like necessarily bad, but especially when you have like, I have more of an extroverted personality and I also like, I have a very adventurous personality. I love to go out and do things. So like when you only have a tour van and I know there's Uber and things like that, but I just feel like there's a level of restriction, you know? And so that's been like- The hardest part. The hardest part. And I mean, it's, it's still, I'm glad that that's the hardest part. Like, I'm glad that it's not something way worse than that because that's, that's so not like a big deal at all. Yeah. Like, so if anything, it, this is this is like this is a good decision. Like, I like what I do. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So I don't know why I did that. That was stupid. The one question <laughs> that I ask everyone is, what is your favorite childhood memory? I remember the beach. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I try to be dramatic. Um, I had all that time to think about it, and I didn't. Hmm. My favorite childhood memory. Could be anything. It doesn't even have to be related to music. Huh. This isn't my favorite, but this is like really funny. Um, Go for it. So in seventh grade, uh, I feel like this is like a really good reflection of who I am as a person. Like I come across as really like intelligent and I have all my shit together like this is gonna make you go who are you um (laughs) in seventh grade uh I was on Twitter and you know sometimes there's these posts where it says like like your like you know outlet socket is like bent use a fork to straighten it out and like people were like no there's 13 year olds on here okay I was that 13 year old it wasn't it wasn't an outlet though um basically I saw this post that had like all these facts and statistics and reasoning as to why microwaving your phone would charge it. Oh my God. <laughs> I remember that actually. <laughs> and you did it. What? You, got, you don't go, yo, you don't skip past the, the climax of the story. Oh no, but did you actually do it? I did it. No, I did. This is what happened. So I was at my friend's house and uh, I forgot my charger and nobody in her house had. Hey Genevieve? Yeah. I remember this. You remember this? I remember okay. This. So I was at my friend's house. 
he remembers this because we went to the same middle yeah, school. Yeah. Um, basically, I was at my friend's house and I didn't have a charger for my phone, and her phone wasn't this. We didn't have compatible phones, and none of nobody did. Like, I didn't, nobody in her house had a, a charger that would work on my phone, and I felt really bad to ask my mom to come bring me one. You would think that's like, well, you made it ten times worse. Your phone exploded. <laughs> But I don't know, I wasn't thinking. So I saw that post. I was like, I remember seeing this thing and it said that like, you know, it said that the the waves, like the radiation, it like charges your phone. I don't know why I believed it. I just did. And so, ah, God. So um, we went to her microwave. She was totally on board with this too. She wasn't like, are you sure? Like she was like, hell yeah. Yeah, no, we were se- we were in seventh grade. I mean, you're probably thinking like a seventh grader is gonna be watching this and being like, even it. I'm not that stupid. I believed it for a you second. You believed it too? For a second, I was like, wait a minute. Because then I saw the videos on Twitter. I was like, oh, God. Okay, so just listen. Just, okay. So, you know, we put it in the microwave, and we were, like, nervous. So we were like, okay, we'll do it for one second and see what happens. Like, if it charges, like, 1%, then we'll do the full, we'll go full swing. So we were just like, one second. Boop. The whole, it literally, oh my God. it was one second. The, the whole, the phone exploded. The microwave was smoking. We didn't tell her parents. <laughs> so, like, we could have set her house on fire. That could have been horrible. Oh, my goodness. Um, my phone's completely, like, it's just done now. It's just a freaking rectangle. Like, it's just a brick now, a rectangle. Um, yeah, I tell my parents that I microwave my phone, and surprisingly, they weren't, like... That mad. Well, it's not that they weren't mad. They were, but I feel like the level of hilarity in the situation was, like, overbearing. Just like, they were just, like, so, like, who is room. this child? Like, you have straight A's. Like, why did you microwave your phone? Oh my god. Yeah, so, so um even so when we took it to the Apple store, basically like can this be revived? And they were like, No. Um they said a lot of people had done it too. And uh, mostly adults. So you know, at least I was Made a mature idiot. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I was lumped in with like the adults that did it. That's and funny. that's basically what happened. Um I, there was something else I wanted to say regarding that, but I don't remember. It's all good. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. Okay, so you know, we went to the same middle school, so everybody found out that I did that, and it was just like every single hallway was like, "Hey, I heard you microwave your phone. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know." And so I think like a month later, another girl did it, and so she did it, and then found out afterwards that I did it, and she was like, "Why did you copy me?" And I was like, "I did it first. For the record, <laughs> I did not copy anyone. If I'm gonna be a dumbass, I'm gonna be the first one." And that was it. But <laughs> yeah, that's my story of how that's that so happened. Funny. <laughs> and well, you know, put the backing track applause, like you know, where you like, yeah, and Drake okay. and Josh or something got like it, that, like it. a sitcom applause. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Dylan. I'm actually really happy that you were able to uh, to make it, me especially too. like since you're only here for a short amount of time. I know. And then um, out of here. Yeah, I know. I, hate like, I don't like days. it. <laughs> It's fine. Um, I'm going to put all of her links in the description, her Spotify, her, her Twitter, Yay. her Instagram, and whatever else she wants. Make sure you go listen to her music. Absolutely fantastic. I highly oh, recommend shucks. you listen to it. <laughs> and uh, I will see you guys in the next one. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already listened to last week's podcast, we interviewed Dylan Davis, who is a very talented photographer. Go ahead and check it out.